can you can you hear praise praise god all right let us let us uh, submit submit this time unto you, uh, unto the lord father <coughs> i submit unto you lord this time that you have given me you are speaking through me it is not my word it is your word father let it go as you wish father i submit myself we i am not at all worthy to take your word on my mouth but because of your son jesus christ you have made me worthy father let this word go and cleanse and do whatever that is required in each and every one of the hearer's heart father let the hearer be blessed in jesus name we pray uh first of all i just uh wanted to again uh i want to mention about the discipleship training the discipleship training is a is a very beautiful uh study that many of us we think that we have finished probably 2 years back 5 years back you know word of god today you read tomorrow you take and read that that will have a different dimension and uh, don't think that this is a study and this is going to be a knowledge acquiring thing no it is a it, it is a fellowship with god so i always especially the foundation classes the foundation classes are very much required i today uh, yesterday today also i was meditating that <clears throat> paul stood for the doctrine if that doctrine if he did not stand for the doc- doctrine many times i have thought that why he was very strict on the doctrine and uh, now i understood that the christianity wouldn't have been there because the christianity would would have gone behind all kind of deeds that you go there you go to some place you climb the step you uh, fast 100 days all these things would have been a a a a mix and you will never know the real beauty of living in christ so i thank god that is why the doctrine is very very important if you try to mix anything any doctrinal thing with the word or the understanding of yours that will really touch your life today maybe tomorrow or the day after but it will definitely touch because you cannot reach the righteousness of god the righteousness of god is how god looks at it and that is according to the doctrine which is mentioned in the bible bible is a net correctly netted it doesn't break one has got the connection with the other so it is such a such a beautiful thing so that doctrine will break if your deed can save you only faith can save you may may god bless you this is with regard to uh, discipleship training and another thing is how many of us came after the worship started i'm not asking you to lift your hand but it is a it is a time of fellowship with god 
if we are late for the worship, the first especially today, the worship was very, very good. If you would have lost the first couple of songs, then you come here, then you have the off, offertory back going around. You wouldn't be listening. Let us pray for those who have come late today, whether it is a ministry uh, worker or a ministry leader. Father, we submit this time unto you, Lord. The ministry they have chosen. Father, it is not the ministry that is going to take him to heaven. It is the fellowship with you. It is the knowledge of God, not the knowledge of Bible. It is knowledge of God. It is the relationship with God. It is the relationship with Christ. Father, we pray that next time, Father, they will be, they will try to come early and they will be a part of the worship. They will worship you in the beauty of holiness as you wish. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, let us start. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll be giving a, a small preamble, preamble about it. In this study, it's actually starting with fellowship. What a beautiful uh, promise that God has given that uh, God is going to be with us throughout this year. Yes? No, till the end of our life. He's going to be till the end of our life. When we cross over the Jordan... He will catch our hand. We will, we will not be afraid. Alright? So, uh, uh, it's, it is, uh, uh, we, we will be looking, looking at uh, few things, few words, which is the knowledge of God, the truth, the righteousness of God, and the disciple, discipleship in the study. It might be a good time for some people to sleep, but definitely God will uh, touch you if you keep your heart here. God sees your heart. All right. Uh, without a personal relationship with Christ, and we cannot have fellowship with God. It is very, very clear that I am not a way, the way. The way. There is no other way. So, uh, growing in the fellowship brings knowledge of God, not knowledge of Bible. Knowing God more and more, it brings, it gives us the truth. Truth is the light. When you have that truth in us, we have the light. How we see others, they will be full of light. So, now, then we will be looking, looking at when we uh, walk in the light, we will have that revelation and that revelation will bring forth the righteousness of God. Uh, it, it is, I am just giving you certain words so that you can get accust, accustomed as we, uh, as, we, uh, as we go through this. The last is that the righteousness of God this knowledge, what God has done for me, what, who is God, what, what, uh, how does he see things, then that knowledge calls for discipleship. So if you are joining the discipleship training, uh, uh, you know, if you want to see how God looks at it, at a problem, 
then you need to uh, you you need to join but if you don't need don't join that's it it is so important so uh, we will read the promise first uh, john 1 you know uh, i like uh, john going up to seventh verse and uh, uh, since god has selected this particular uh, uh, part i like this because god has from the first verse itself uh, john has very clearly said his testimony with with uh, with christ with christ he says that we have heard we have seen with our eyes we have looked at touched with our hands what a beautiful testimony if one of which can we say one of which uh, now john said he said he's, he said four things we have heard we have seen with our eyes we have looked at touched with our hands how many of them you can you can say yes i have you want to read it again we have heard we have seen with our eyes we have looked at we have touched with our hands just uh, give a thought about it christ lives in us christ lives in us so just imagine that particular verse of testimony how does it suit each and every one of us me and you uh, so the first hand testimony is an eye witness and the third and the fourth is fellowship with god we we read there we have seen and heard also proclaim unto you so that you too may have fellowship with us our fellowship is with the father and his son jesus christ so it is talking about the fellowship you know when we have fellowship with christ then only we can be somewhere near somewhere near in what god has planned for us to know what really god wants us to do is a you know many people ask me how to know god's plan how to how to know what is god's will i was also thinking it was a very complicated question how every time you know i take a step then how i know whether it's god's will god one day made it so simple that if it is not your will that is my will it it was so easy i said god thank you thank you for showing me that if it is not my, my heart is not thronging for that then it's god's will and if someone has given us some bad time that is god's will god is going to work on that this is what god told me so that is just in in fellowship i'm i'm mentioning over there and fifth and sixth is the knowledge of god knowledge of god you know how much ever not uh, i am not talking talking about knowledge of uh, uh, the bible but knowledge of god that starts from the relationship that starts from the relationship now uh, that's the manifestation of truth you know what god said god is light and if people looks at us and if there need to be we, uh, we uh, you need to see that there is light in us 
we have to have this fellowship and the knowledge of god how god how who is god so then uh, the seventh we come to the seventh verse seventh seventh verse fellowship with one another is the if we walk in light as he himself is in light we have unbroken fellowship with one another and the blood of jesus his son cleanses us from all sin that is very uh, very very important that we see that the fellowship unbroken fellowship fellowship that means we have to walk in the we have to walk every day every moment in conformity with the will of god it is not difficult it is not at all difficult it might be difficult for me and for you to think and work it out but if you are in the grace of god it is not a problem it is you will be uh, you know it will be your that is why jesus every time jesus says i just do the will of god how confident he was because he knew he was doing the will of god why because he was first of all he was god second secondly he was in touch with god the father so that is that is that is how so walking in the light means each and every minute now study is not you know you you see that divinity a phd all those art studies that doesn't that doesn't uh, give much of a knowledge about god knowledge of god comes from the relationship with god so knowledge of god is important than the knowledge of the bible so knowledge of god starts with if you are not having a relationship that is primary primary don't leave that and don't read bible that is primary you sit before god and lord i want to have a relationship with you i want to what is this people talking i want to have a relationship with you you know god is a god who quenches the thirst who quenches the thirst so all right so then your priority will change your priority will be what god wants me to do then the fellowship brings a clear revelation that revelation is that there is a god who is loving me there is a god who is loving me this comes only from the fellowship and relationship of god as then uh, then you will come to know that you did not love god first but god loved you god loved you then you will come to know that when god loved you when you were a sinner we are all were sinners at that time only jesus came to us jesus so he came to us when we were yet sinners so he loved us now all these knowledge why how what who's this great majesty lord you know who has who has made the heavens and uh, heavens and the earth then you will start saying how excellent is his name in all the earth how excellent because you come to know god slowly you come to the knowledge of god slowly and slowly when you really come to know the uh, god uh, uh, more and more 
you will have you will start seeing how beautiful are you then the next thing that you will say how uh, uh, wretched i was how wretched i was if this experience is coming you are knowing god you are glorifying god and you see yourself as a wretched how wretched i was how what a uh, what a person i was then that means god is in inter- intervening into your life into your life and now there will be so many questions why did he come to this earth in flesh and blood all these are questions what uh, then what was the necessity for him to do then it will come who am i that he is mindful of me how i am how worthy i am then why did he pay such a price when you personalize him you will say that why did lord you pay such a big price that is the time that you have a personal contact you can be rest assured when you say that when you say this verse that you are a child of god you know until you have these experiences you can never this is experience is not written anywhere it is an experience when you encounter with god he becomes big in your life and you become smaller and smaller when uh, john the baptist he said let him be big in me and let me let me be let me be uh, yeah let me reduce let him grow let me be reduced so that is that is that is what it, it says now uh, when we come to know why god has done why did jesus why did jesus come you have many questions who am i what a wretched person you are uh, i am then when you come and you understand this you will have a revelation which is called the righteousness of god you will understand that there is a god who loves the sinners he does not come and say that you are a righteous person he comes and he loves the sinner so the, you will understand that that is what is called the righteousness of god the righteousness of god is how god looks at things how god looks at things that is one side the other thing is what god has done for all of us without our knowledge what provisions that he has kept this is called righteous this righteousness of god, uh, god is there from the cover page 1 till the revelation end everywhere it is hidden it will be you will come to know the righteousness of god when you have a relationship with god because when you come to know god when you have a relationship with god you will understand how beautiful he is how good he is and your attitude your understanding of god will totally change so then you will see the righteousness of god then you will talk about the righteousness of god the righteousness of god is uh, the standard of god if you if you just if if i if you want to just know you know one uh, if 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 i if i uh go the bible says if if you commit adultery uh, uh, uh that is that is the uh, 
do not commit adultery now that is the normal understanding of all the people but when you look at a girl leave girl you look at a newspaper and you see a picture which is really not that good to look at and you look at and you enjoy whether girl or a boy you look at and you you enjoy that bible says you have committed adultery to that lady that lady is not there physic- physically not there but you have committed you understood this is how god looks at it that means if you love more than god anything then you cannot be you can you will never see the righteousness of god you know how paul discovered the righteousness of god when uh, in philippians uh, chapter chapter 3 you see that he was circumcised he is he was from the israel uh, from stock of israel he was from the tri- tribe of benjamin hebrew of hebrews many things but in the seventh words 37 uh, th- it says but things were gained to me those i counted loss for christ when he came to know he discovered christ he discovered the righteousness of god what happened was his qualifications fell one by one his qualifications fell one by one and he said i count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of christ for the excellency of the knowledge of christ he counted everything loss then he goes and says dung he says dung that means uh, that means uh, he uh, that means he discovered at that point of time we if you suffer a loss if you suffer something in your life something in your life i'll tell you youngsters you want to go for studies to uk or whatever in in that place you are you know your your heart throngs because you want to come out of your parents clutches of the parents you want to go out now you are praying you are praying you are praying you are praying at that time prayer is also more prayer prayer is also more and then finally uh you uh, think that okay uh your will is done because one uh one prophet came and prayed that your will will be done ah, finished now she gets or he gets more strength to go and talk to their parents goes and talks to their parents parents said no we are not having that much money you know to go there is difficult no there is god says bible says that you know you ask anything in his name and it will be done now the child is teaching father and mother how to pray and this uh, this poor parent that who cannot say no to his child takes a loan somehow collects money and send this child now the child goes outside the country 
ah new air new you know where is my mother nowhere so if you as an angster can leave your lust for christ then you will start your life with god that is you need to suffer loss not simply uh, going and going and telling i am born again you know i ask many children they say i took baptism on this particular day they are referring to the baptism date they don't have an experience what a pathetic generation that is going to be uh, go, that we are actually many of the parents are born again but children they are lost and those parents who are having little light they are very much interested in in the well being of the child in sports and in exams and in everything but coming to church they will be 15 minutes late so uh we uh, the, uh with regard to this god says that uh you to have to count everything loss for christ it is not so easy it is a relation relationship above all you need when you have the fellowship with god with christ you will have a thing called precious faith not jumping faith precious faith is different different from jumping faith you know you know that precious faith will never jump because he knows i am standing in the will of god who is jumping the one who who doesn't have faith the faith is only at that particular point of time when you hear when he, you hear you you jump it is that is not the faith the faith is precious faith means any trials that comes into your life that is a blessing for you that will mold your character that will give your uh, your, your 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 life a new vision a new revelation that is that is that is what precious precious faith is so we will uh, and once this precious faith goes into you you are immutable you cannot be changed you become immutable unchangeable because you will be like god god is truth truth cannot be changed truth cannot be changed and you will be like god because you are you are changing within because god is filling in you so when god fills in you you are immutable when anything that someone your uh, your husband comes and says i need to i think i need to take a loan no 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 that's out of question we are not going to take a loan we are not going to take a loan because my god is sufficient enough my god is enough to do what to do all things to do all things not some of the things all things so uh so let us uh, go into the study <laughs> actually the study is going to start actually uh, that was the introduction the study is from second second peter chapter 1 uh second uh, peter chapter 1 1 simon peter 
a bond servant disciple a bond servant disciple here we see that a bond servant a bond servant means what that is the attitude of a disciple a bond servant you cannot be separated from your master a bond servant uh, simon P simon peter a bond servant and an apostle of christ here he says that i am an apostle of christ uh, then he says to whom it is written it is written to those who received and possessed a precious faith of the same kind same kind the paul is uh, peter is uh, writing that i am writing to this to whom to whom to those who have received and possess a precious faith he is equating his faith in into the one who is hearing this the one who is hearing this so he is a bond so it is he is writing it uh, writing this uh, to a disciple who wishes to be a disciple who who all wish to be a disciple of christ can you raise your hand may may god bless you i am i'm i i i i didn't i didn't ask whether you if you have that wish it's a good good wish i did not say that uh, discipleship is slightly different you are aligned with god's plan you are so you are interested to be in in god's god's plan i didn't i didn't i was not checking whether uh, you know when you say something it is with you and god you understand so god will register that so that is the that is the reason i i i said not to check you sorry uh so uh then he is a bond servant then a, uh, then it is a, he is talking about this precious faith which is about disciple now look at the second part by the righteousness of our god and savior jesus christ what is the righteousness of god what is that is of savior jesus christ what is the righteousness of god is it different from uh, jesus jesus christ no we read jesus christ is the righteousness of god right right so then why did they write it why did G uh, peter write it like this righteousness of god and and uh, savior jesus jesus christ the righteousness of god is what god how god looks at and jesus christ is the example of god's righteousness example means jesus christ is the right is a is the perfect uh, person in which you see the righteousness of god so reach, uh, righteous jesus christ is a righteousness of god but righteousness of god is how god looks at things you understood you see that the righteousness of god is different and of jesus christ jesus christ is the righteousness of god but uh, righteousness of god is different because jesus has fulfilled that and he stands as are you understanding if you are understanding say hallelujah hallelujah now right good thank you so uh, so uh, here he says that the righteousness of god and the savior jesus christ 
Jesus Christ. So you see that bond servant is writing to disciples who is having the same faith about the righteousness and about Jesus Christ. And the second verse says, Grace and peace be multiplied in you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. There he says, grace and how much ever you come to know God, how much ever you, 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 uh, uh, you, you fellowship with God, what happens? Your knowledge of God increases and the grace and peace. That is what I said, you will never jump. If you hear something, you will never jump. Because those who are jumping is unexpected. They don't expect in their life. What the people who expect in their life that God is there, you will, you, you, you will not consider, consider like that. So that is exactly grace and peace. Peace will always be there. If you take any decision, the basic thing is if peace is not coming to your heart. You know, before uh, I, I thought that you know, many people are coming late and I should mention this. Then immediately God said, it is you who is telling that. I said, Lord, I am sorry. I submitted. I said, I will not say because you didn't like. I will not say. When I came here, I worshipped and came here. He said, now you say. This is my will. I could say that in his understanding. If I was, understand, if I was saying that, how many leaders are there who came late? That is mine. That is me. But when that is what grace and peace. You know, you have peace for everything. You have grace for everything. You, you know, when people come and talk to you, they wish to come and talk to you. You know why? Because whatever you are speaking without your knowledge, that's an answer for them. So that is what is called grace. Now, uh, these people are actually, uh, we call them disciples, in the third and fourth verse, that is very clearly mentioned, calling an election. Calling, uh, Bible says, uh, to make your calling an election. Sure. Make your calling an election. Sure. So, here, here you say, you, you hear in the third verse, according to his divine power and has given all things pertaining to through the personal knowledge of him who has called us, see, this is calling, called us to glory and virtue. Okay, this is, third verse is calling. But what is election? That is in fourth word. Whereby given unto you exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of his divine nature. See, partakers of his divine nature and called is different. Partakers of his divine nature is directly going to, uh, directly it says that you are an elect. You are partaking in his holy nature. So, you, you see that, that is, that is why in verse, verse, uh, uh, 10, we, we, we see that, therefore, give diligence. He is telling about many things. You can read that. Uh, diligence to 
make your calling and election sure. Uh, for if you do these things, you will never fall. So it is a, it is a, it is a, it is a calling and election. There are many people called, but elected only very few. Chosen are very few. few. So, so, um, so uh, for that he has given us a lot of promises. The number one promise is Jesus Christ Himself. He, Jesus Christ, was that promise to Abraham that your, uh, through your seed, the whole earth will be blessed. And when you believe in that, you are also a blessing. When you believe in that, that Jesus Christ was a blessing, then you are also a blessing. So, uh, that, is, uh, that, is, that, is, that is what it, it talks about, partakers of, of the divine nature. Uh, now, promises very much, uh, there are so many promises. You know, even Jesus, Jesus said that, uh, Jesus said, I go and prepare for you, I will come again. That's a promise. I will come again. If, how many of us really believe that either Jesus will come or it's a personal question. I'm not asking, I'm not asking any, any, any particular to a particular person. Today if you die, where will you be? Are you sure? You should have confirmation. That all depends upon your relationship with God. You should have confirmation. Are you having that confirmation? That is... Uh, only when you come, partakers of his divine nature, when you come to know him and you partake, you fellowship with him, then you will understand what, you know, normally no one, you know, that when, when that lady was being brought and there were only two answers, you saw that? Only two answers. That uh, lady was brought in adult, adult, adultery. One is to stone her. The other one is to release her. Only two answers. If you do, if you stone her, you are going against the Roman law. Jesus would have been convicted that he is gone against the Roman law. If he would have asked to set her free, he would be con con convicted by the law of Moses, the Mosaic, Mosaic law. You understand? Can you just imagine? See the, see the wisdom of God. This is how God looks at it. This is how God looks at it. So when you become partakers of his divine nature, you will also have the same understanding. Now, uh, uh, now, uh, Jesus, uh, now, Jesus says, Abide in me, 15, John chapter 15, 4. Abide in me and I will abide in you. Just as a branch can bear fruit, if a branch is cut off, can you, can you think that it will bear fruit? Immediately it will start dying. So the same thing, Jesus uh, says that, abide in me. What do you mean by abiding in him? Abiding in him means to be, to be inside. You know, you have, uh, you have read uh, Psalms 90, uh, 91. The, when you read Psalms 91, 1 and 2, 
what do you read i i don't i i i don't take that if they are if they are uh, projecting you can you can can see so uh, 91 1 and 1 and 1 and 2 who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of almighty who who is that secret place which is that secret place secret place is nothing but knowing the will of will of god secret his secret place where his plan is and you are living in in that place you understand so when you are in the will of god uh, will of will of god you will claim all that promises in 91 do you do you want to claim all the promises in 91 abide in him in the secret secret place all right now uh, now if you go to uh, if you take a marriage marriage between a man and man and woman uh, man and woman when they become they become one body this is a metaphor this is a metaphor because god uh, in the old testament he is pictured as a loving and faithful husband and israel as an unfaithful wife unfaithful wife in all in everywhere you might have seen that you are you adulterers this and that so many things it's all talking about israel because god's children who left god and who went and uh, had relationship with others so between a marriage a marriage and a man and a woman it is a metaphor it is actually a clear thing how god wants to uh, that is what uh, uh, abide in jesus said abide in me and then if a husband uh, says to a wife abide in me <laughs> what what would that give many of the husbands and wives are like that now but a christian whether you are an american brit or nigerian indian pakistani when you come to christ you will have one one faith only one faith you will have only one understanding that is about christ only one understanding you may be different in culture that is why wherever wherever you go you have only one uh, understanding so uh, ephesians is actually in 531 uh, if ephesians says and they shall be joined uh, uh, i mean the man shall join into his wife with his wife and they shall be one this is a great mis mystery i am speaking about christ and church this is a great mis mystery this mystery is put on each and every one of us god's mystery is there in 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 us now in a christian marriage the uh, uh, the love of a husband and a wife is expressed in giving himself and submission by by her life so this is this is what uh, in the normal marriage it happens now when a bride and bride bridegrooms gets into a wed wedlock what happens 
they you are getting married and they are going to be one the next day you are one all the uh, money hair this thing that your wife has it will be whose husbands and what husbands is having will will be whose tell me do you have a separate separate account no <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah so uh, so what that is that is what it happens in first corinthians 6:15 says do you know that your bodies are members of christ and am i therefore to take the members of christ and make them a part of a prostitute certainly not 16th verse do you know that one who joins himself to a prostitute is one body with her for he says two shall be one flesh is a there is a lot to understand here a lot to understand because you will think that it is it is okay when you join to a prostitute bible 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 says what happens is you become as what you call her prostitute but what is your name hmm it is prostitution only you are a part because that is a girl this is a man both are both both of you are prostitutes not prostitutes it's actually called in some other way whatever uh, so one one is that second what if the man has got aids that will go to you inherit that is what God, bible says here so if you if your bodies are members of christ and if you uh, go and so that means uh, paul asks that how can you do this you are united with lord in 17th verse but one who is united and joined to the lord is one spirit with him is one spirit is one spirit so uh, let us uh, replicate the above relationship with god with god very important just listen uh, you will if if you understand it is good uh, when we are united in christ in a born again experience he accepts christ as his personal savior lord and god the punishment that jesus suffered on the cross will be for who sins when you join with god the punishment that jesus has had in his in in his life that will be who's say loudly yeah so he, he that punishment will be for our sins the same thing same metaphor i am just talking about a prostitute and a and a child of child of god the same thing happens 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 here so the punishment so then so we are one our sins meets with the punishment and suffering and when you become one in christ your sins are forgiven you understood 
Okay. Now, uh, second is, Jesus is the only, only one righteous before God. No one else. Only one righteous. When we read uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 21, he made Christ who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. So here, did you, did you read that? That verse? Uh, he made uh, Christ who knew no sin. Corinthians chapter uh, 5, 21. Uh, uh, it's not coming. All right. So, uh, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That we would become the righteousness of God. So, here, here we again see his righteousness. He is righteous. He is the only one person righteous. Can any one of us say that I am righteous before God? Can you, can you, can you just raise your hand? Can you just raise your hand? No one. Before God, we cannot stand. We cannot stand. So here, when you have a personal relationship with God, God accepts you as a son. Because when you have fellowship, when you live in him, you need to live in him. You have to abide in him. Otherwise, you cannot take part. You have to abide in him. You have to live for, you have to live. You should love him and you need to live for him. When you need to live for him, his righteousness will be counted as your righteousness. You understood? See that your sins, now when you get married, what happens? With Christ, your sins are forgiven. Then what? Then what? The righteousness is impaired on you. Impaired on you. So uh, that, is, that is why in First Peter 2nd uh, chapter 21st, he has left us an example that you may, uh, you should follow his steps. His steps. Uh, he has, that is, that he has given an example. What, what is the example? What is the example? Uh, is it boring? Because I see some people sleeping. Huh? Not boring? All right. So, uh, so uh, he has left us an example. Which is the example? Christ is the example. He has that we should follow his steps. Then in Romans 8.17 says that if we are children, then hires, hires of God and join hires with Christ. See, we said that Jesus, because Jesus is a, we are the joined hairs with Christ. We are, we are considered as joined hairs. You understand? You understand? You understand? All right. So, now Peter wants to stress this particular thing. That in, second, in the same uh, chapter, 2 Peter 1.16 says, For we have, uh, uh, Peter wants to tell like uh, John, because they, have, they, are, they are the eyewitnesses. Eyewitness. So he wants to say that uh, we are not giving any tales, any tales, any cunning tales. Uh, we 
made known unto you the power and the coming of Jesus uh, of our Lord Jesus Jesus Christ but were we were eyewitness of his majesty so coming of the Lord why because why coming of the Lord because he is risen because he is risen can we believe that he is risen and he is going to come when he is going to come whether we are alive or not uh alive or not uh first john 3 one says what a love that father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of god and uh, second verse says and if we are the sons of god towards the end we shall be like him and we shall see him as he is we are going to see him we are going to see him what a what a what a beautiful promise that god has god has given given us so uh, so uh, jesus is going to come in the 17th verse for he received from god our father honor and glory that there came such a voice what is that voice this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased will you believe in him will you give your life will you give give your life in fellowship with him do you want to be a disciple god bless you i'll just uh, put one song uh, uh just uh, the first one the yeah, first one yes let's all stand up and sing and uh, glorify god May God bless you. Praise the Lord.
received several invitations. The first invitation was from Philippians. The Bible is inviting us to lay down everything, to count it a loss in our lives. Is there something that you can look back and say, yes, I have laid this, it was valuable to me, but I've laid it down? In one of the parables, Jesus said, somebody found a pill. Is it a pearl or something that very precious? And he went back and sold everything. He sold everything in order to acquire that precious item. The question today, what have you laid down in order to gain this eternal life? Another invitation we had was in the book of John. We are being invited to abide in him, to abide in him. And that we cannot bear fruits without abiding in Christ. A third invitation we got was that we must walk in him. We must walk in the light so that we may bear the righteousness of God. In all these invitations and others that may have been said, there is a reason for doing that. Peter also invites us to be bond servants to Christ, bond servants. When you are a bond servant, you are actually ceded certain rights in your life to whoever you are bonded to. You have given some rights in your life so that you may be a servant to that person. And the express, the express result of all these invitations is that we may pertain unto life and godliness, eh? that we may have the divine power from God that gives us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. It is important that as we live today, you reflect over what we have been taught and what God has been ministering to us he is giving these invitations not to the church, but to you as an individual, to me as an individual. I should reflect over my life and ask myself very serious questions on my relationship with God. Father, we want to thank you this afternoon for your loving kindness. We give you honor and glory because you have brought us this far. Thank you for the year that has been, Lord. Thank you for the weeks that have passed. We are in the third week, third Friday in this year, Lord. And we are grateful that your hand is upon us. Father, that you continue to challenge us to have a fellowship with you, to walk with you, and to abide in your word. We pray, King of glory, that your grace will abound in our individual lives and even in the corporate life of this church, that we shall remain steadfast and focused on you, O oh Lord, to be the author and finisher of our salvation. Father, we thank you as we leave this place. We pray that everybody that came here expecting to receive from you has been ministered to, O oh God. And my Father, as we leave this place, the joy of the Lord will continue to abide in our hearts. We thank you because of your faithfulness. In Jesus' name we are prayed.
So may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us.